So tell us about basics of rifle. Like you got a so one of your sweet rifles here. I have I have one of the most unbasic rifles here with me. Um, so uh, basics of firearms with or, or rifles in general. Um, when it comes to it, you have a bunch of different pieces. There's once again, there's tons of different manufacturers. This one is a Cobalt Kinetics um, rifle, which is actually uh, using a prototype barrel that will eventually become one of my signature rifles, uh, which I'm really excited about. But um, this rifle in general is slightly off from the standard AR-15 that you would ever see. And most of the ones that you see that is portrayed on the internet or in movies and stuff like that, they're slightly different. You know, there's variations in them in many ways, but you essentially have stock grips, you know, hand guards, barrels, um, the standard things that you would need to, to shoot with when, when it comes to one of these. But this one has a couple different things that, that change it a bit. So on this, I use a, a variable powered optic. So it's, a one to 10 magnification on it, but I also have a small red dot on top. So it gives me different things, uh, different ways of aiming, different ways to utilize them. Um, the cool part about this, just like we talked about at, uh, at lunch there, uh, we don't have any problems with any kind of, uh, electromagnetic issues because now the reticle is etched into the glass. So the glass is there. It doesn't need, uh, it doesn't need any kind of batteries. It's kind of cool. So if the apocalypse happened and EMPs are going off, yeah. that rifle would still work. It would still work. It would do most of the work. The only things that wouldn't work is probably this little red dot, this little guy, and this little guy, because they're powered by batteries. So, um, but but this rifle here, going further up, um, they use a really cool barrel nut technology that's not like a normal barrel nut. Uh, Cobalt Kinetics, uh, they use a barrel jam that is slightly different. So the upper receiver actually opens up more. The barrel sits into the upper receiver, and then there's a barrel jam that screws down over the barrel, Mm -hmm. almost like a a giant shim, and goes right over it, screws down, and clamps the barrel into the upper really tight to the point that there's very little movement in the barrel when it shoots. It's kind of cool. So the barrel harmonics are slightly minimized or changed, per se. Yeah, I remember when I shot that i assume that was the one i, I shot think you shot the 12 inch one but yeah but comparing the the recoil <laughs> on my rifle i have a one of my rifles pws it kicks pretty hard especially if you're you know pumping multiple rounds and mm-hmm. then shooting the cobalt kinetics one you had is like it recoils like a paintball gun yeah you know, it's was, super soft stunned at how what a night and day difference it was yeah there's there's some things that you could do to make yours softer to an extent, like buffer springs and buffers, but uh, but the ways that these come from the factory is really cool. Like they they take pride into tuning their equipment to make it more usable for most people, and it's not like a boutique thing. It's that's their standard, so it's kind of cool. And then um, and then going up my rail here, my hand guards, I have a couple different things. So I have a laser. A device that is meant for using with night vision or with your eyes, right? There's a visible setting also, but it's mainly for night vision use. It's called a B Myers Mall. And then I also have my my cloud um, rain 2.0, which is their their light, and it's just a really high powered light, um, essentially a is spotlight. It infrared too, or is it just the light? no? It's just white light. So you don't use infrared on your rifles? Not uh, not in white light form. The laser device has its own. Uh, flood that kind of looks like a flashlight in IR. 
So it's it's a one one system that does both. It's kind of cool. So it's it's very very usable and and super useful. And then lastly, at the end of my muzzle is a suppressor. So this this one's from a company called Huxworks, and it's probably the OSS one. It's old OSS or OSS used to be the name of the company. Oh, so they changed the name. Mm-hmm. But it's the same same peeps. And so tell us the diff the difference on that type of suppressor versus the normal, like a Surefire. So couple different things right so surefires they use a baffle system to kind of control the gases that are going in and expanding right so it it's essentially a muffler for your gun and um and i don't know why they're demonized so much uh probably because of hollywood to an extent yeah it's oh you don't need that it's a misconception but um you want to kill people silently (laughs) that's why you want it Bad guys don't use these. So uh, if you think about it, like the suppressor is actually really good for you. Um, it's something that protects your hearing a lot more. Um, guns are loud. Yeah, especially that, that even, one without them. Yeah, and even suppressors are loud. Like we still wear hearing protection with these. But if in the case I had to use it without hearing protection, like in a hunting situation where I'm not wearing, you know, earmuffs or plugs um, and I'm, I'm hunting anything deer people whatever it is that you have to do um depending on your context and your situation um you end up actually protecting your hearing a lot better than you would if you were shooting this thing without it um the other thing is uh these huxworks cans work with a flow-through design so kind of like a turbine so all the gases are going in and back and in and back through these little chambers and eventually coming out these ports that are on the front so it's it's very very soft shooting can that provides some some uh, relief to the shooter, but it also so you don't pro- get the bad blowback. You exactly, do with the other ones. all the all the burning <laughs> sensation when that stuff hits your eyes. It's it's terrible. Also, when you when you go and you inhale that, that's a lot of carbon and lead into your your system that you as a normal recreational shooter wouldn't matter, but somebody that shoots on a, a more than weekly basis like I do, um, this is really useful because it keeps all those gases out of my face. It also makes it so there's no overgassing or undergassing of the system. So a lot of suppressors, because they don't have enough or they change the gas dwell times for the bulk carrier and stuff, there's going to be a lot different um, when it comes to the recoil and also how many gases are going back in there and how it's going to reciprocate and whether it's going to be reliable. This keeps the 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 rifle shooting the same as it would without it. So it's, it's a very neutral can. It's, it's kind of cool. Um, and it, and it provides just that simplicity or those, those few different simple things, but it, uh, it makes me, uh, receive less gases into my eyes, breathe less gases into my mouth or my system and also shoot the gun. It it shoots the gun a little quieter. So it's, it's, and it's easier to get it on and off versus the surefire collar, which tends to cake up. With, it gets a little gunky. Yeah, then it gets hard to get off. We've used rifle. a wrench a couple times yeah. for it. Yeah, and uh, and every suppressor gets stuck to an extent, but it's annoying. And and this one just unscrews. Uh, the other cool part uh, that that I prefer when it comes to suppressors too is um, like you're considered more polite. You know, you're, you're it's shooting. civilized. Yeah, it's very civilized. Uncivilized to shoot unsuppressed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, and that's uh that's my my rifle, my handgun in a nutshell. 